Welcome to Treasures from the Bible. I'm Lizzie, and today we're going fishing with Mr. Yang in the Atlantic Ocean. So come on as we also learn more from God's wonderful book, the Holy Bible. Well, it was very nice of Mr. Yang to help us catch mackerel fish. He's an expert at that. He has a special diamond-shaped pole that is used only for mackerel fish. Wow, I've never gone deep sea fishing before. Of course you haven't, Lizzie. Only explorers like us know about this stuff. In Minnesota, my dad took me fishing for a walleye. Please. Okay, come on, kids. We've got to hurry, or we'll be late to meet Mr. Yang at the dock. Oh, you know, you guys are so kind to let me help you catch mackerel fish. Oh, it was nothing. We're the ones that need to thank you. Oh, you know, I have boat ready for us. This is so exciting. I hope we catch a lot of fish. Okay, okay. You girls sit here, and we'll sit over here. Hold on. Okay, here we go. Mr. G, why do we have to go all the way out in the middle of the ocean in order to catch fish? Why can't we just fish right here? Well, Lizzie, this water is really shallow, and barely any fish are here because it's not deep enough for them. They like the deep, deep water a lot better. Besides, they don't like to be disturbed by fishermen <laughs> like us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see, Mr. Yang. How long do you think it'll take for us to get to the middle of this ocean? It's so big, I can't even see the other end. <laughs> oh, Peanut, <laughs> you're very funny. <laughs> you make me laugh. <laughs> it will take some time, some time. Well, in that case, why don't we have our Bible study? But first, who wants to recite our memory verse for Mr. Yang? I can try. It's First Timothy two verse five. Okay, go ahead, Lizzie. Okay. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Oh, very good, Lizzie. Very good.
to study about today, Mr. G? Well, I thought it might be interesting to look at the book of Jonah, since we are fishing today, don't you think? Okay, great. Peanut, could you summarize the Bible story that most children have heard about Jonah and the big fish for the kids listening at home? And then we'll read about what happened when Jonah went to Nineveh the second time. I'll try. Uh, let's see. God told Jonah to go to Nineveh and preach to the people there. He didn't want to go, so he ran away and he got on a boat. I forgot where. Um... To go to Tarshish. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then there was a really bad storm, and the men found out it was on account of Jonah. And he told them that if they threw him into the ocean, the sea would be calm again. So they threw him overboard, and God had prepared a huge fish to swallow him. And I forget the rest. Well, that was basically it. How long was he in the belly of the fish for? I remember that. Three days and three nights. Wait, hmm. Doesn't the number three mean something important? Yes, it does. The number three refers to the purpose of God because Jonah in the fish's belly is a picture of Christ suffering hell for his people, which was the very purpose of God as we read about in Jonah 2.2. 2. Would you like to read that, Joey? Sure. Jonah 2, verse 2. Here it is. And said... I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and he heard me. Out of the belly of hell cried I, and thou heardest my voice. Save me, O God, by thy name, and judge me by thy strength. Hear my Would you like to read Jonah 3, 1 through 4? Sure. Let's see. Jonah 3, verse 1 through 4. Here it is. And the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the second time, saying, Arise, go unto Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it the preaching that I bid thee. So Jonah arose and went unto Nineveh, according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was exceeding great city of three days' journey. And Jonah began to enter into the city of days' journey. And he cried and said, Yet forty days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Thanks, Lizzie. And I'll take Jonah 3, 6 through 10. For word came unto the king of Nineveh, and he arose from his throne, and he laid his robe from him, and covered him with sackcloth, and sat in ashes. And he caused it to be proclaimed and published through Nineveh by the decree of the king and his nobles, saying, 
Let neither man nor beast, herd nor flock, taste anything. Let them not feed nor drink water. But let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn every one from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. Who can tell if God will turn and repent and turn away from his fierce anger that we perish not? And God saw their works that they turned from their evil way, and God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. It took Jonah three days to walk through Nineveh? It must have been a really big place. You're right, Lizzie. I remember walking through New Garden once with my sister Hannah, and it took us three and a half hours. Wow, that's quite a walk, Peanut. Can you imagine how long a walk it was for Jonah? He must have been really tired. Wow! What was the message that God wanted Jonah to preach, Mr. G? Remember, Lizzie? God was going to bring judgment in 40 days unless the Ninevites repented. Does the number 40 mean something also? Yes, Joy. It stands for a test. Oh, you mean like when we take a test at school? Something like that. Jesus was tested for 40 days in the wilderness, and the Israelites wandered about in the desert for 40 years, too. Mr. G, were the Ninevites Christians? No, they weren't, Lizzie. In fact, Nineveh was a very wicked city. Then why did they listen to Jonah? That's a really good question, Peanut. Maybe the Ninevites had heard of the fame of Israel, their freedom from Egypt under Moses, the famous Battle of Jericho under Joshua, and the other nations that they had defeated in the land of Canaan. In any case, they must have feared the true and living God, the God of Israel. And of course, only God can put that fear into a person or into many people. What did it mean they put on sackcloth and ashes? What was that? Sackcloth and ashes represent that they were being humbled by God, Lizzie. They realized their wickedness and that they deserved to go to hell. And they cried mightily out to God for his mercy. Even their animals were covered in sackcloth and ashes, and they fasted, which means to go without food and water. Why did they do that, Mr. G? Well, Lizzie, fasting is a picture of the gospel. As we see from a verse like Isaiah 58, verses, let's see, I think it's 6 and 7. Here we go. Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, when thou seest the naked that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? What does all that mean, Mr. G.? All of these are pictures of our spiritual slavery to sin, our spiritual nakedness, which means we are under the wrath of God, or our spiritual hunger, or our spiritual poverty. The gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ can set us free from all of these things by giving us eternal life and forgiveness of all our sins. Where is Nineveh anyway, Mr. G.? It's in the Middle East, Joey, in Iraq, in fact, where the war is being fought right now. Abraham was from that part of the world as well, from Ur of the Chaldees. Are we there yet, Mr. G? 
Look, Mr. G, look at all those fish. There are millions of them. Oh, you know, Joy, those are macro fish. Big school. Oh, cool. But there's so many of them. That's because it's called a school of fish. Oh. Hey, I thought only kids went to school. No, Joey. It's because there are so many of them. Okay, okay. I'll show you how to catch mackerel. Watch very closely. Wow, look at that. He got one already on his hook. I can't believe that. Okay. Watch me take hook out. Ooh, does it hurt them? Lizzie, it doesn't hurt if you do it a certain way like Mr. Yang is showing us. If you catch mackerel, you know, you'll never want to put your hand in mouth of fish. But why, Mr. Yang? Oh, you know, it will bite our finger. Oh, oh, need to be very careful. Hey, I just realized something. What are we going to do with all this fish, Mr. G? Just looking at them makes me hungry. Well, I thought you would never ask. When we get home... Mrs. G is going to cook a big fish fry for all of us for dinner. Yippee! Yummy! Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh, don't be afraid. Oh, you know, bad water, Mr. G. Time to go back home now. Well, boys and girls, we've come to the end of our program. If you have any questions or comments, please write to Treasures from the Bible in Outreach at Bible Ministries International and Care of Family Radio, Oakland, California, USA, 94621. May God richly bless you with His salvation. Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible. Bye! Oh, bye-bye. Ni hao!